it's still summer, still hot. Hottest time ever. Yeah, we, things are happening in the news like rapid fire, so I just want to really like just point out that this, we, we're doing this like two weeks from today. When it will air, yeah. Yeah, so if something crazy happened and we don't know about it, don't get mad at us for not talking about it, you know? Oh, right. Because I just think, currently like, happened in the news? That's crazy. Well, I mean, I just think every day there's, like, some nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, that thing that was, like, civilization's gonna end in this century. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it Need says more information. remarkably up to date. Like, yeah, we're up to date. Things. Apparently, civilization is on its way out, which, truly believable. I mean, Absolutely. the West Coast is on fire. Yeah. And it's really, really hot. The East Coast is underwater. We're underwater and melting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um... Yeah, I guess things are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, things are fine. Um, Not, I get mean, vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Don't even want to talk about it. Don't even want to talk about it. I mean, I could talk about it. But um, yeah. yeah, so anyway, I mean, we're just like happy to be here today. We're going to be talking about a woman who is more dramatic than even climate change, honestly. Wow. Like, Francis really, Cleveland is coming in hot. Really coming in hot. I blame Grover Cleveland. What's his name? Yeah, Grover. Grover Cleveland. Grover. As well. Do you um, only think of the Sesame Street character when you hear that name? Cleveland? Or Grover. Grover. <laughs> yeah. No, Cleveland, I think of Ohio. Yeah, Grover. You know, I mix him up. Is Grover the blue one? I think so, yeah. Because I do mix Almost him up with... Yeah. Um, Oscar? Gons- is Gonzo a, a puppet? Or not Sesame yes, Street? Yes, Gonzo I get the Muppets all really Me too. Confused. I do too. Because there's I, multiple actual Muppets and then yes. some are, you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's confusing. Oh, yeah, Muppet and Sesame Street. Like, those like, are two different co- things. They are. Yeah. I forget that. Oh, And wow. then there's, like, Fraggle Rock, which I don't know if you oh, were into. Yeah. They were, like, the bootleg, like, honestly, like, you know, remember the Garbage Patch Kids and yes. the Cabbage Patch Kids? Fraggle Rock was, like. Did you like, have a Garbage Patch Kid? No, I never was really into uh, Cabbage Patch dolls oh, okay. in general. I mean, we might have had one. My parents bought one, but I never. I don't remember like really this. Just came that. up, and I was asking my mom if I had a Cabbage Patch kid, and she yeah. said no. You'd garbage? Oh no, she said I wasn't into dolls, which I remember not really. Be- I yeah. had like a lot of like I was into like I had a lot of Care Bears. Like I was into Ooh, bears and like Care stuff bears. like yeah, that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I liked. Um, I was really into stuffed bear, like Winnie the Pooh. I loved. Ooh, I just you- giant polar bear. I mean, I'm sure it was like this big, but to me, it was giant. And yeah. I was carried around oh, everywhere. That's fun. Yeah. Do you remember Teddy Rux- Ruxpin? No. It was this. It was a stuffed bear, but he had a hard belly, and there was a cassette tape that Stop. went inside. That's the coolest thing about. And it it told a story, and his mouth moved. But of course, it was 19, you know, early 1990s or yeah. like late 80s. And, you know, his eyes sort of blinked and his mouth kind of moved in a creep. Animatronic. That's what it was, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again. Chuck E. Cheese. Um, yeah, yeah. Full it was terrifying. But it was, you know, I imagine looking at it now, I'd probably be really freaked out. But as a kid, it was, like, really fun. That's and was my mom not reading to me? It's actually kind of rude. <laughs> now that I think of it, I have questions. <laughs> Would she just put it on Teddy Ruxpin for me to... That's actually so brilliant. Sometimes at school, I just have to put... We have these records. Like, I have my record yeah. play at school, and I'll just put on a record for the kids. And they just, like, listen. And they do be silent when they listen, or can they? They do know that. Yeah, they don't talk when the record players on. Oh. They're really good. I told them that they can dance in place a little bit when the music. So is this on. is when you need a break. I mean, I don't. <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe. She's saying yes <laughs> with her eyes. She's just in case the parent listening. She's pretending like that's not the lesson plan, but her eyes say yes. I love yes. the children. I do love the children, but sometimes you just have to put on a record and like chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my like, god, that's like that joke. Like when you're a babysitter, you'd be like, okay, let's play graveyard. Like first <laughs> kid who moves, you lose, and you're 
then you gotta lay on the floor and you lay silent and still and if you move you lose graveyard because you're playing dead oh my god that's so brilliant it's a real thing yeah. okay that's brilliant anyway so okay Francis Fulton Cleveland <laughs> not a, famously not, not a famously not playing graveyard okay yes. um she is born in Buffalo New York on July 21st so she's um Cancer Leo Cuss yes so I mean like I yeah, yeah. What's your vibe? I mean I guess like the vibe of a Leo is like wanting like loves to laugh loves to express loves to emote loves lots of people oh. the vibe of a cancer is like I don't know opposite so it's like oh, that's kind of her really yeah it was I feel a like little bit moments where she's really in the public and other moments where she's like annoyed by the public yeah 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 and I think <gasps> that, interesting yeah cancers like to laugh too but I think we're not as like excited about um the attention yeah right okay so for yeah Francis definitely was walking the line of both of those things for all sure. the time um, so she is born in 1864, and I say that because Grover Cleveland <laughs> was born not in 1864. No, he was born 27 years before yeah. that. So Grover Cleveland actually goes into the White House a bachelor, and it's like a whole big thing of like who is going to be his wife because he's not married. Yeah. He had met... Um, Frances, when she was an infant, she, yeah, he, he met her when, the family. he was 27, she was literally an infant, and, he was friends <sighs> with her dad, like, that's how yeah. this all started, he was buzzed with the dad, so right. Francis is born, he's a 27 year old gentleman, yes, and he's like, I'm smitten with this kid, not, I don't think, I'm assuming not in a creep way, he wasn't in love with an infant, but he, like, bought her a carriage. He, like, bought yes. her baby presents because yes. she's a newborn. Right. His friend just had a baby. Right. That was the situation. <laughs> yes, that's right. His friend just had a baby. And I guess that's, like, it's, right, it's not, it's not creepy when you say it like that, but it is creepy when you realize that he gets married to her later on. Yes, Because oh it's, like, that's just really intense. Like, it's one thing to, like, see pictures of your, like, yeah. partner when they're, like, little and, like, oh, my gosh, so yeah. cute. But it's quite another to, like, know them as an infant. Yeah. Well, the great love story of the Carters, which we'll get to in, you know, God knows what year, mm-hmm. 2024. Yeah. And uh, at this rate. And um, he knew Rosalind when she was an infant, but he was three. He met her. So, like, they oh, were they're close that's in age. Different. That's yeah, yeah, that's what But, like, so it's not inherently creepy. You can no. know your, you know, grow up with your future partner. But this was, in my view, a little Slightly different. Bizarre. Because we'll get to this uh, in a little bit. But at one point he called, like, she used to call him Uncle, uh, Uncle, Uncle Grover. Right. So. And it's like, I'm not even, a, I'm not even offended by, like, marriages that have really large age gaps. Like, I think it's yeah, fine if you, yeah. but it's just a different thing when it's like, you know, it's like that joke on Parks and Rec when, like, it, when, um. <laughs> When uh, Andy wants to hook up with April, yeah, and but he's like freaked out that she's so much younger than him. Oh, he's too much younger than him. Well, I guess in the in the show that it's supposed to be that he's like she's like probably in her twenties, twenty, and he's like older, whatever. And and there's the funny line where he's like, I don't know, like she's just so young, like I could have killed her when I was little. I don't know anything about infant care, and it's like. Yeah, like, because, so right, yeah. like, you you didn't. So, anyway, all that to say, there's a big hubbub about, um, oh, okay, well, I guess, like, so, uh, Frances's dad dies when yeah. she's quite young. Yeah, so she's really young um, when the dad dies, and yeah. she was 11, okay. and be, since Grover and him were buds, uh, her dad's name is Oscar, by the way, 
Um, her Oscar. Oh my and... god, Grover and Oscar like in Sesame Street. <gasps> oh my god, Stop. Yes. This is so crazy. <gasps> Love that. Okay. Um, and they were friends, and Oscar didn't have a executor. Executor for yeah. his will. He didn't have it really planned out. So for you know various reasons, who knows what the laws were back then in those crazy times. Grover becomes executor of the will and leader of the estate. So. He, at this point now, handled the finances because women couldn't really do that. Mm-hmm. So he took care of Frances in that way as a kind of a father, father figure. Father figure, yes. Why she probably called him Uncle Grover. Um, he, such insane names. I know. Like, it is stumbled my whole life, like, mother names. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have a kid named big bird we're like wait a second what is happening so yeah he like takes care of her schooling he takes care of her money um to make sure she's like healthy and well right, and right, right. she needs so it's like a little it's just weird the whole no thing is very, it's very pretty odd and, um, he, and he becomes friends with the mom too so because, he's really good friends yeah. with emma who's the mom of course, like His it's age. like right, like and it's like yeah, your your husband's friend, like yeah. that's your friend too. But here's the drama: so he gets elected prez, and like re- previously we had just had, um, if you heard the last episode, Molly, who is the brother of uh, Chester a., or the sister of Chester A. Arthur, has taken over, yeah. and Molly was geniusly like didn't actually want to do anything as Flotus, so she got all these other Floati to like do her thing for her. Yeah. One of the people that she sort of employs or like encourages to help is Rose Cleveland. Now yeah. Rose Cleveland is the sister of Grover Cleveland, yeah. who everybody thinks is going to be first lady because at the time Grover Cleveland is probably going to be elected, yeah, and doesn't have a wife. He's a bachelor. Um, and he is like, nobody knows who's going to be the, the first lady. So everybody thinks it's going to be Rose Cleveland. Now, because Grover Cleveland truly loves drama, like loves it so, so much, (laughs) like even, even more than John Tyler, who I think is also like loving drama. He like, as I think it's like really soon after he gets elected, he calls the press and he's like, Hey guys, guess what? I'm going to have a wedding. And yeah. everyone's like, oh my God, Prez is getting married. Yeah, this is insane. Exciting. Like, this is so crazy. He's like, yeah, I'm having a wedding. We're going to do it at the White House. And the press is like, okay, dream day. Like, yeah. let me get there. Who's the lucky who's lady? Who's the lucky lady? They didn't know who it was going to be. Everybody thought it was going to be Emma, the yeah. mom. Now, that's a very obvious thought because she's about the same age as Grover. Yeah. He's kind of acted as her surrogate partner when the family was going through the death of the father. Yeah. They, the press gets to the wedding, and it's revealed that he's marrying 21-year-old Frances Cleveland. Yes. And listen, Whew. the press needs to be Whew. better, you know, quick on this, because they, she was around him as he was in his political upbringing. So right. when he runs for governor of New York, she was in um, school mm-hmm. at that point, and yeah. he would write her letters, send her flowers. She even came on the campaign trail with him. So he already started to use her as, like, not use her, but promote this, like, family vibe. Yeah. With Francis and, what was the mom's name? Emma. 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 Yeah. Again, so people probably thought, oh, Emma and him are, like, falling in love slowly. No, he was being creepy and, like, loving Francis the whole time. Yeah, it's actually so odd. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, they get married, and... 
like basically like the press is absolutely going off and that makes so much sense because like the president has just gotten married they thought it was going to be a mystery it's no longer a mystery here it is this is so exciting and then Cleveland is just so rude. I mean, rude in the sense that, like, he yeah. basically called the press to make sure that this wedding was, like, very well publicized. Yeah. And then when they're leaving for their honeymoon, he gets, like, really mad at them. And he's like, can you guys just go away now? Yeah, like, we're ne-. And it's like, well, yeah, bro. you just called the press. You just called them. Yeah. Like, okay. So it was a very staged operation, the whole wedding. Um, like I said, it takes place in the blue room of the White House. Yeah. Uh, and, like... That's absolute chaos. chaos. It's absolute drama. The, the press really, um, you know, developed a strong infatuation with this couple. They call them Beauty and the Beast, which I think is really funny. So crazy. Um, he was 49, so he's kind of chubby. Um, they yeah. say he's not necessarily the handsomest man in the world, a.k.a. he was not handsome. He had, like, that big, bushy um, mustache. You know, everyone knows the image of, of Grover. Yeah. Uh, but she's a stunner. She has dark hair, blue eyes. She's tall, thin, good looking. You know, everyone loves her. Right. Um, so she's like a babe. Um, of course, there's conversations about their relationship. Like, does she really love him? Mm-hmm. Is he in love with her? Or is it right. just like her young, you know, hotness? Um, and yeah, and he's not without scandal because it's just before this that there is when he's trying to get elected. She's off in college, and like Elise said, he's like paying for her college and all of this. Yeah. But um, there is discovery that there that he probably has an illegitimate child. Um, that yes. uh, he ends up paying like full child support for um, from this woman Maria. Yeah. But so it, it's like he's not without scandal. He's entering the White House with a lot of this scandal. But it's the first time a Democrat has been president for a long time, so people are very excited. Yeah. For this, he, there was a really big um, movement because. He was not necessarily, um, like, against prohibition going on. Like, he, he right. didn't want to pass that law. Oh, okay. okay, no, he, okay. Excuse me. I think he wanted to pass that law. So okay. So bootleggers were really into If anyone watched Boardwalk Empire, did you ever see that show? No, I never saw that show. They, um, it's, I mean, loosely based on history, I guess. Yeah. But um, the one main guy, the Atlantic City mayor, is a bootlegger, so he okay. wants prohibition to pass so he could like gotcha. make more money off of the alcohol that he's smuggling into the to Jersey. Oh, um, I see. And that's a like con- a little counterintuitive. Yes. Um, they talk about the baby and all that stuff and uh, to get him right. elected so they can like influence the politics. But right. Grover also at this point... He's really just wants to make sure that the ladies are, are taken care of. He's famously known for saying, I don't want their pretty little heads upset mm. with notions about being the first lady or being affected by all the demands of being at the White House. This is what he's talking about uh, yes. with uh, Francis. Yes. So he just doesn't think women should vote, work outside the home. Like, don't be bothered with these little things. Just he go just, wear pretty dresses, yeah. look gorgeous not all the time. And right. that was his vibe. So, right. And yeah, cool, the, cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> Cool guy. Oh boy. So it's so anyway. So he um he they get married. Fran they get married to Francis. Now Francis is like, she's she grew up in Buffalo. Buffalo at the time is like you know it's very there's a lot of trading that goes on. I think it was like a pretty major city back in the day. Yeah. And um, a lot of wealth in Buffalo. She's really into education. She's really into art. But it's in these really specific ways where she wants, yeah. um she wants education for. Uh, specific groups of people not for everyone (laughs) and she wants um, art to be more highly regarded Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily uh, you know which I which I appreciate but at the same time I think that 
it does a disservice to say that like art can only be for a certain type of person or like art has to right. you know like and I think that um that was like I think that she thought that like fancy people should go to see to art more and yeah. you know what I mean and it's like well, no, art should be for everybody. And there's, like, lots of different kinds of art. And it's, like, it's unclear yeah. what she exactly thought, but she was very into the arts. So Wait, because at that time, like, I mean, even to this day, I feel like people who can afford theater or, like, Broadway and, sure, like, things like that, sure. like, those things cost a lot of money. So yeah, like, you but know. I think Frances was into that. Like, I think yeah, she yeah, was she into, like, the, yeah. the separation that happens, because, the class system <laughs> that happens because of that. She right. was like, well, I can afford these things, and I like being in this group. And, yeah. like, yeah. you know... Poor kids in the public school shouldn't have art arts. <laughs> okay, Francis. Calm yourself. So yeah. So anyway, so um, she is seen early on at one Senate debate. Um, yeah. she, very specific. It's, her? it's clearly she just. It's clear that she goes just to kind of be seen, which like. Yeah. I don't know. This whole thing is like so put on. Like the whole yeah, thing. Very, it's very if for they show. Have reality television. Stop. They would have brought a, a character no, to the White House. For this sure. is like a real right? reality TV show. Absolutely, you're 100 percent right. They were like they were doing so much for the press, and they were making sure that. Um, I mean, it's later on. We you were saying, at least that like she's known as like the first celebrity first lady. Yeah. Like she totally post president after yes. the two terms when yes. she gets remarried, she's still in the press. Like yeah. they really follow her. No, they love her. They follow her around, and I think that you're right. Like, how, oh my gosh, stop! If there had been like E news, stop. oh my in, god, Ryan yeah. Seacrest would have been all over this. <laughs> Bravo, show. Andy Cohen would have loved. Oh my god, did you <laughs> see the reunion special at the Blue Room? Andy Cohen would have lived for it. <laughs> lived for it. It's like Emma, Francis, yeah, oh the my kids. God. Oh my God, stop. It. Okay. So anyway, um, they, she, it's said that when Grover Cleveland gets into the White House, he is very like, um, he's kind of like, you know, everybody thought he was going to be this bachelor and then he wasn't. But again, like, I don't know what legislation anyone is passing because it says that he just likes to play cards and drink bourbon. Oh, yeah. He's like a boy's boy for sure. Yeah. And so they say that, like, she socializes him and she civilizes him. Yeah. Which, Beauty and the Beast comes into play once again. Yeah, but it's like, what, uh, again, like, when, uh, what is he doing? What's he doing? What yeah. is he doing? He was governor. He was a governor for one term, and then he's president. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely insane. It, and he really thought that he should be president. Like he was really like, I am qualified for this yeah. job. It's the confidence of these men is out of control. Yeah. Um. So she's really uh when she gets to the White House, she uh doesn't. She doesn't think that women should vote, and she doesn't think that she's really into like this. Is very into this is the very into like the first wave feminism thing. Yeah. Like, she, it's very if you want to be the best woman you can be, um, you have to understand your place, and by yeah. and like through education and through um, understanding the authority that you can hold within your space as a woman. So it's, it's like not... gaslighting women to like, okay, get really educated <laughs> to understand why you shouldn't do these things. Yeah, like, that's yeah, it, that's basically what it is. It's like, know your place in um, in the sphere of social status and then yeah. exercise your power within that sphere. Don't try right. to move outside of that sphere. It's crazy. Which I guess at the time, I'm like, okay, I guess, but like... 
you, then at this, but you, we wouldn't have anything if we didn't exercise right. our rights outside of our own sphere. You right. know, like I, that's just it's that's how things change is yeah. that you like move beyond your thing. So anyway, very into this idea. She is also, but she's oddly obsessed with intellectual property of women. It's so strange. <laughs> that's like her one thing. In the, like it's yeah. I just don't really. Say. She invites all these um, authors right. to the White House for a reception to promote the idea and bring attention to the idea of intellectual property she thinks like you know that's something that should like there should be patents on ips and all that stuff which i guess is a conversation that still happens with music and creative things like you know scripts for movies and things like that right, it's, right, just, right. <laughs> it's just a weird thing for her to latch on to because she's not a writer she's not no. a musician no, like and what, what, she doesn't think that women should, like, have rights outside the home. But then again, that they, like, if they write a book, their name should be on it. Right. It's just, like, really. It's very strange. She's just, it, you know what, honestly, like, it just sounds a little immature, a lot of this. Which I guess makes sense, because she's, she's 21. She's a kid. Yeah, like, I just Ugh. let it make sense. You know, it's very, it's all very strange. I don't yeah. really understand her. She doesn't think things through, like, it feels like her thought process, mm-hmm. like, is not fully developed, which she's 21, so Yeah, childhood ends at 24. Let us never oh forget. Oh, my God. The frontal lobe is not fully no. developed. No. <laughs> Elise, like, I love when you talk about the prefrontal cortex. That's my favorite. <laughs> I do love that. No, like, you, you do. You've heard me like, talk about it enough. You know it. Yeah. No, so she doesn't. It's just, it's very, it's like, honestly, it makes sense. It's on brand for her. The, yeah. These weird little, like, uh... Uh, campaign she campaign has. she yeah. has yeah and it's crazy though because she does she does like uh, she does have power like people start to really like yeah even things and again like uh you know she even things like the way that she dresses and the way that she looks like yeah. it starts to get like a she makes waves like um I think the last woman we talked about that did this was like Harriet Lane with her little haircut that uh oh my god yeah Victoria Harriet got Lane, yeah but like she has a really low neckline on her dresses. She wears sleeveless dresses. Oh God, she oh she gets rid of the bustle. She doesn't wear a bustle in the I back of her dresses. That, yeah, so that. totally because it's like um, the only woman that or the only reason that women are wearing so many layers is to like hold them down from being able to run away from men. Yeah, right. So dark. <laughs> so dark and so dark. <laughs> so anyway, she really does like she does sort of have these like feminist views but they're just very short-sighted and um the press can't get enough because obviously like we love a woman who like says off the cuff insane things like that's just like loving that they're really feeded into it i mean the cleveland's like so grover cleveland also too had this um uh, like idea that there's good press and bad press so he had a list of good publications and I, um, newspapers that he really liked yeah. and then bad ones that he really liked. We all know what that's like. We yeah. lived through that recently. Yes. So he would, you know, like grant all these um, interviews with whoever these good publications were, quote unquote, and then like shun the bad ones. And like, I don't know if there was like a true press corps like there is today and like a briefing and all like as formalized it is now. Right, but right, right. He really just like, you know, if this was the case, like didn't give those people press passes like it would be today. Um, too much power. So yeah, so Way they too really much fed power. into this, and mm-hmm. I think you know the good, the quote unquote good press publications that um, he allowed to to be around. They loved Frances. They would really like what she was wearing, what she was, who she was hanging out with, what mm-hmm. she was doing. They were really into the things that she was talking about. All yeah. of this. So they do um, in again, like can't underestimate enough. I or, or can't over. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Can't 
um, tell you enough how little I know about what he actually did in office no, because no. it's literally not talked about. Um, they do at a point because they love the press and they love like people loving them. They yeah. do go on a tour of the South and the West mm -hmm. and it's the first time that a president is doing this um, in a really, really long time. Francis goes with her or with him rather um, and people love them. She says she can't believe, Francis says to someone she can't believe that no one got killed because that's how big the... Um, uh, yeah, she wrote some letter, get some bodyguards, get some protection, you're going to be crushed to death. Like... Okay, and honestly, to be fair, in her defense, presidents are being assassinated left and right. Well, no, no, so no. I, I think someone, someone, um, someone says that to her, oh, and oh, she okay, says, yeah. "No, we're good." But oh. you should know that the um, the crowds were so big, we can't believe someone didn't get killed or trampled. Oh it's like get, that's like so drama. She's that's she's, out of control. Yeah. Like, why? Come on, like you're out of control. So anyway, um, she uh, she gets. All of this press, um, it says that in St. Louis, they actually make coins with her face oh, on yeah, them, like, and she hands them out. She hands them out. I mean, she is, like, the white, like... That's <laughs> so ridiculous. She's just a problematic white woman. I know, she really is. Um, okay, also it should be mentioned that um, she hates suffrage movement, hates the suffrage movement. but took a vow of temperance yeah. when she's 14 loves the temperance movie yeah she made some oath to uh you know be pro temperance 14 which, sure i guess like uh. strong stance again she makes these weird declarations at like weird times in her life and like doesn't see them through I she so the the women's christian temperance union uh is so into her because she makes these these moments or this uh these promise. statements yeah yeah, yeah. but and as we mentioned, they do drink in the White House because Cleveland loves his whiskey. Yes. Um, and uh, while they really love her, her pro-temperance stance, they dislike her clothing, as you were saying. She wears sleeveless dresses, has the, the low-cut neckline, which I would love to see what they consider. Yeah, of course, um, of course. It's like not a turtleneck problem. I know, but, I know. Um, so she, they have like this little push-and-pull relationship with this uh, temperance uh, union the Women's Christian, I believe it's called, mm -hmm. Temperance Union. Mm -hmm. um, and it just says she ignores them. Like, so she, like, you know, <laughs> uses that, not uses that, but, like, leans into them when she wants to promote this temperance movement. Because, remember, temperance is also anti-suffrage, usually. I well, no, point. temperance and suffrage oh, no, are, are yeah. linked. But that, but I think so, more and more it's starting to, like, feel unnecessary yes. that they're linked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's, um... She ignores it, so she's just like living her best life. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, I'm gonna wear my low and cut. It's kind of like being like I like coming out like as a super hardcore, um, like liberal, but then like hating, like I don't know what's like a really like, but then like hating um, Medicare for all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. like wait, no, but that's like a huge part of the, the liberal the agenda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, it's like it's 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 just a really odd. She's, right. She's picking and choosing in, in odd ways. Now, again, like, uh, she's 21. I want to have compassion. I always try and channel Michelle when we're having these moments where it's yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm so frustrated by this woman. She's absolutely insane. But I want to have compassion because yeah, it's not an young. easy job. She's young. She's con Her insane husband wants the press in every part of her life, so she's trying to, like, manage that. Yeah. So trying to have compassion. Um, but in... 1888 election, Grover Cleveland runs again. Oh my God, yeah. And is beat by Benjamin Henry Harrison. Yes. So they leave office um, and they move to um, NYC. This is also the first thing about um, there's a lot of campaign, campaign finance 
stuff that happens in this yeah. election. So a lot of things have the uh, big money they were calling it is is starting to be a play in elections, which we still have conversations about today. I mean, yes, that's of Citizens course. United, that's yeah. like a regular conversation we have. Um, and then there was a lot of um, dirty politics that were happening. The mm-hmm. Republicans at this time, um, who I guess was Harrison, uh, was releasing or leaking information to press um, that because again, remember Grover Cleveland used Francis a lot in these public appearances. Yes. everyone loved her. Yeah. Um, so Harrison and the Republicans leaked this information or started rumors that Grover Cleveland abused Francis. Again, the historians in our book that we use, there there's no actual evidence of this, but you know I think this is one of the first times we're seeing. Uh, oh, not the first time because they had those pretty awful things with Andrew Jackson and, and Rachel. But yeah. Um, it's just coming more prominent, I guess, yes. in these elections. Yes, yeah. And uh, this election also, um, Harrison, uh, Cleveland beat Harrison in the popular vote, but lost very, very badly with the electoral system. So that's a fun thing yes. that's coming up once again. Yes, once again, <laughs> Electoral College yeah. is uh, not necessarily representing the votes of the yeah. people. So that's... Uh, tricky. So Cleveland's not re-elected after his first term. Cleveland's not re-elected Bummer. after his first he, what term. What does he do, Claire? He what moves to he... NYC. He moves... his new job? <laughs> oh, no, Elise, you tell me, because you were really, you had some words to say about... So... so they moved to NYC, and they lived for the next four years, but the entire point of these four years is for Francis to start campaigning for the next election, because they have decided... Yeah. We are gonna run again. I we are gonna super run again. Trump vibes, not no, to bring him I up. Know. But like, He's, wow. This reminds me a lot. Of yeah, them. it reminds so me a lot. Cleveland go, runs to New York City. Um, Francis loves it because it's like a chill place to be. Yeah. Um, but he is like she says she likes it because of all the art. I'm like Francis. Stop. stop. Like, you don't. Like, you enough. Do. She's intolerable. Um, <laughs> but he uh, he's consulting. At a law firm, so he's like... For J.P. Morgan. It's so the Morgan. <laughs> Stop. Um, I know. So, like, downgrade or, like, talk about demotion. Well, I think that it's him. like, yeah, he needed a job to say that he had a job, but really all they were doing was campaigning. Yeah, like, like for like, four he's years. like, plotting his return, which is just, like, so oh, ominous so and, like, gross. kind of gross. I know. Um, and it's like, you lost, you yeah. know? Like, but but anyway. But they, a fun time. Yeah. yeah. The baby. They have a baby. They do have a, their first Ruth. baby. Yeah. Um, Ruth tragically does die. Uh, pretty early on in life, which is sad. Yeah, from, like a couple years like, later. I don't even know what it is. Diphtheria. Diphtheria. Who knows what that is? But what's the fun fact about Baby Ruth? That they make a candy bar about her. They the call baby, it Baby I'm Ruth. Baby Ruth Day. Uh, the candy bar that we all know and love, which I incorrectly thought was named after Babe Ruth. Yeah, I know. That is a false flag. That I we're, know. That people are telling us. I wonder. Yeah, Babe Ruth is not. Is Babe Ruth a lot? No, Babe Ruth is like. 1900s vibes, right? Oh my god, my dad, presidential scholar Tiger oh, McGinley, also gosh. baseball scholar Tiger McGinley, is Babe freaking Ruth. out. When at do me. you think Babe Ruth was born? I thought that well, because there's all these videos of him. There's like movies of oh, yeah, him. Oh so Babe Ruth lives. Uh, he was born 1895, dies 1948. Okay, so that's that's actually oddly not yeah. that far away. Okay, oh, they're like the same age. Yeah. Okay, but so well, at no. this time it could have been named after him. No, 1895. He was born. 1895, yeah. Yeah, this is this is the 1892 election hasn't even happened oh, yet, but it's a little bit before Babe Ruth. But all that to say, he died young, man. oh yeah, he died really young. It's dark. I, I know, it's really sad. No, but um, yeah. So 
the baby Ruth is named after their kid, which is kind of so cool. Fun. And I mean, to have a candy bar named after your kid, like you are definitely prominent in the uh, in the world. Um, so they're around. They are around. I have a feeling that like I bet you it was like some weird campaign thing to get a candy bar named after them. You know what I mean? Like because oh, they're just they like so insane. Loved that. No, they loved it so much. It's like free ads again. If they had like an Instagram, they'd be like, oh my god, baby, and they would like make the baby like hold the the baby with like on her body. Stop. <laughs> or they would like dress her in a onesie of like the baby with logo. <laughs> Stop. Oh my god, I love it. I love the image of like you know like the iron on like transfers. Like yeah, oh my god, yeah, yeah. I got so in iron on transfers oh. when I was a kid. I loved those. Love that. Um, okay, so 1892 rolls around, and it is a rematch between Benjamin Henry Harrison and Grover Cleveland. Ooh, yeah. Okay, let's see. Major issue is that the economy is going to tank. Classic. This feels like every couple of years this happens. Yeah. We thought that three recessions in our lifetime was a lot. It's not. I, I mean, mean it's, we've always been in a recession. Just, when have times been good? Like 1992 with Bill Clinton. That was the last <laughs> time I heard like things were good. <laughs> And before then, before then, honestly, don't know. TJ's, TJ's. FTR was good. Well, FTR was like, yeah, all of that. Oh my god, that was crazy. Yeah. And by that I mean, like, we needed to be in a war for like to uh, boost the economy, which is like really troubling. No, literally, so dark. So always were dark. Yeah. So the economy is going to tank, and basically, like, (laughs) when that's going to happen, you as an incoming like. To, to get reelected when the economy is like going to tank, it's like really hard. Yeah. You know, because that's supposed, that's like your main job right, is press. You have press. to promise you to, have to like, boost it up. Right. So Benjamin Henry Harrison loses. Um, and so Grover sad. Cleveland is elected again. Yeah. So Francis marching back into the White House. All right. Girls back. Um, it is, again, it's like, I want to have compassion, but the press is kind of like, on them yeah a lot because it's like now it's like season two you know like we got our first season reality tv now we're back for season two people are freaking out so we thought the press was a lot before for francis and grover now it's like doubled over yeah now the problem is that um there's a little drama in grover cleveland this is everyone sit down and listen to this story (laughs) if you were just like like casually listening to this episode stop what you're doing stop writing that email stop jogging or whatever and listen to this This story is crazy so um it's actually crazy because presidential scholar tiger mcginley just told us this story yeah and um i'm gonna retell it Right after Grover Cleveland is elected in 1892, they find um, a really soft spot in his mouth. It happens to be cancerous. Um, It's really bad. It's really, really bad. It's it's like stage four mouth cancer. I know. Honestly, it's like kind of a gross cancer. Like all cancer is gross, but like gross. Terrible, yeah. (laughs) Sucks. So um, the doctors, he calls because he has the spot in his mouth that's bothering him. Um, a doctor says that it's cancerous. It has to be removed. He has to have jaw surgery, and the jaw surgery is massive. Yeah. So, what they do is they start to contact all of the best doctors. They don't in go to William Reed. Don't the worry. country. No, they don't go to Walter <laughs> Reed. Yeah. Oh, Walter Reed. They yeah. they contact all the best uh, doctors in the country, and they like gather them in D.C. But to do this, like oh. doctors have to travel at night. Secretly, People have to yeah. like be. It's all secret. They don't want to go to a hospital because they don't want anyone to know that the jaw surgery is happening so francis says that they are going on a trip to massachusetts to the massachusetts bay yeah so she gets 
on, so they all, the whole family travels down and in the night, Francis gets on a boat. And so it's not weird that anyone's getting on a boat, yeah. basically. That's an important thing. It's like, it's not weird that Francis is getting on a yeah. boat. Francis gets on a boat with baby Ruth and is Esther born yet? No, it's just her and baby Ruth. They get on a boat. Um, Grover gets on a different boat with all of the doctors who have now like come to DC and they're yeah. all on this boat together. They drive the boat into the middle of like the ocean, the I guess, or the yeah. sea, whatever boat is like, I don't even know what sea it is. Like, is it the, somewhere in Maryland maybe? I like don't even no, understand. I guess the Atlantic yeah. Ocean. I, I guess. Like some sort of bay. Right, but... right, right. They drive this boat and they perform surgery on the president in the night on yeah. the boat. Now, I just, this, it's so this crazy. This was more logical to them than taking the president to a hospital, yes. admitting what was wrong with him, yes, and just like convincing the nation that things were going to be chill and fine. Because they this didn't. Was the better idea. Yeah, this was the better plan because they didn't want Which anyone to find out yeah. that that there was going to be surgery. Now, to preface all of this, I mean, it's sort of. I maybe should have said this before. They told the American public, "We're leaving." For the summer. Yeah. We're going to Cleveland. That's what they said. Honestly, so... Cleveland Cleveland. I was going to say, so that's like, honestly, house. like, yeah, it's so, like, annoying. But they say they're going to Cleveland. Then they dramatic... So the press is in Cleveland waiting for the family to yeah. get there. Then they say, oh, we changed our plans. We're going to Massachusetts Bay. And then this whole surgery happens. Yeah. Um, the uh, surgery happens. He has to live on this boat for a month. He's on the boat for a month with all the doctors because he's healing. He's healing from the surgery. Finally, rumors start to get out because no duh. Yeah. Like Francis (laughs) is in Massachusetts. The press is probably hounding her. Grover is nowhere to be found. They're like, okay, where's Fred? Honestly, and also like he's president of the United States. Like I just can't get over that. You know what was going on? Like did they? they, At no point did they invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment. No. Which is not a thing yet. I guess. No, I don't even. No, it's definitely not a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nineteenth. Yeah. And um. So, no, like, who is in charge is my concern. Who is in charge, at least? This is a great question because apparently the economy is tanking. Yeah. Like, and who's in charge, right? So, they're hounding Francis. They're like, yeah. what's the deal? What's the deal? She's like, he's fishing. He's fishing. She just keeps saying that he's with his bros fishing. Awesome. It's like, okay, how long, like, can you... Yeah, catching on fish. Fishing is fun, but, like, how long can you really do Yeah, it's for? not that fun. No, literally. So, um, he finally, it gets out that uh, the president had to have a minor surgery yeah. <laughs> is that true exact opposite of because mine. what has been constructed on the boat is not only have they gotten this cancerous thing out of his jaw but yeah. they have constructed a rubber jaw for him to put in the boat Wait, so they his, did not just remove his, a little tumor like, and like they've removed a whole chunk of his jaw and that they had to create a rubber jaw a rubber jaw to yeah put in there right 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 so once the rubber jaw has been not put casual in surgery. they say oh the surgery's over. He's going to give a press conference. Three days after his rubber jaw is put in, that he gives a press conference saying that, like, everything's chill. Everything's fine. I, is there audio of this you think we can find? Oh, my God. Sub. Wow. wow. We have to hear that. No, it's absolutely crazy. So um, everybody is freaking out. Yeah. Uh, the best doctors in the world make sure that there's no external scars. But it's pretty clear that this was a major surgery. Nobody has been in charge in the last month. And the Clevelands start to get in a little bit of, like, hot, like, heat, or getting heat from America. Um, So they bump up security at the White House. This is actually hysterical. So they come back to the White House. Now now they've decided to bump up security. After the rubber jaw incident, they're like, okay, classic. Um, They bump up security from four... 
four people working security at the Honestly, I can't believe there wasn't more like. Oh, sorry. Before they bump up security, they put gates around the White House. Because <laughs> there were just no some gates. Simple fact. Like, those Anyone gates. Could just roll up to the White House. I mean, the out. gates on the White House are kind of like epic. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so they put gates up on the White House, thank goodness. Um, they take the security from 4 to 27. Oh my God. Um, so he. Uh, it, it, it's. It's really not, it's not going well. Unemployment is still at, like, a record, like, I think they it's say. as high as 18%. Yeah, like. at that time was terrible, because this was obviously pre-depression. Yes. You know, pre-all that yes, stuff. Yes, so yes, yes. that is the highest it's ever been yes, at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, with or without depression and, like, COVID-era stuff, that's pretty freaking high. Yeah. So, this whole scandal about the rubber jaw and security and, and basically, like, you don't hear from the Clevelands anymore. No. Francis famously scaled back social events because oh, his uh, husband's jaw is gone. <laughs> like, yeah, Francis, I think you need to scale shit back. <laughs> Maybe not the time to throw a party. <laughs> they also, she's also, during this whole rubber jaw incident, she is pregnant with their second baby. They do have oh, another right. baby Everyone named Esther that. in the White House. So now she's got um, Ruth and Esther. Yeah. Um, and uh, by the end of their second term, they are like running out the door. They can't wait to leave. Yeah. They have he, another kid, Richard, comes at some point. Oh, uh, yeah. Their Richard first comes, son at Richard this point comes when they move yeah. to Jersey. So they can't go and look for property by themselves because they are um, hound, too they're, famous. They're too famous. They're celebrities. Like, brought, it on by themselves. brought it on themselves. I just, I know. I, know. I try not. I'm like. Ugh. Hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. The press is rough, but they gave them a lot of fodder in the way of not tell what did I say? I said, what resist persists? Like you should have just said, My husband's getting surgery on a boat. Can you just chill? Yeah. But I guess it's like, oh my God, this is gonna happen when we get to Woodrow Wilson. Every like <gasps> I, like what is Eat the it. obsession yeah. with making sure that the presidents are in perfect health? I mean, I guess like but everything I mean, is it is nerve-wracking to know that the leader of the country is ill. I mean, we discussed this right, last time did. with Trump, like, when he got COVID. Like, like him or hate him, it's a little like, oh, my God, what happens if the president dies? Yes, there's more in place now, like, what yeah, happens. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we didn't know. The, we were never informed if the 25th Amendment was invoked, so we didn't know if what if what Pence knew or if he was prepared to take over in case yeah. Trump got really sick. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, so it is really nerve-wracking, and especially when there's a crisis. You know, yeah. we had the COVID. This there's a recession happened. Unemployment's really high. He's yeah. off a month on a boat getting his jaw cut out. Like it's a little concerning. It's concerning, but I guess it's just like the amount to which they tried to cover it up. It's is, insane. It was maybe worse than yeah. just coming out and being like, "Hey guys, there's this like thing going down." Yeah, and we'll see so this you know. with Wilson too. Like you just mentioned, like Edith does goes through great lengths to cover up his stroke. And, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, maybe the country would have been a little annoyed that. You know, I, I, I don't know much about strokes, but, like, if they're, you know, brought on suddenly or if Preventable he, or, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't you think know, so, But yeah. then I think it's a little comforting to know, like, okay, the president's sick, but there's a plan B, and, like, there's a secure right, plan Right, B right, right. And I guess it's also... Trust d- us to have that thought. Yeah. yeah, right. And, like, I guess, too, right, like, what... um Also, like, were, did you not want to make a plan B, Cleveland? Like, yeah. what was your deal? I like, I love power, man. Mm, it's insane. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And, and then, I think yeah. also, like, not to bring up, like, toxic masculinity, which I do love to talk about. Yeah. Um, But it shows weakness, I guess, if people are sick, if these men are sick and they're supposed right. to be leaders. Like, I was going to so say, So I think there's yeah. an optics thing, which is, I mean, so superficial and, like, who really cares about that? Yeah. But I think in their narcissistic sure. ego minds, 
until I'm sick. I don't have a jaw. You look kind of weak. But yeah, whatever you do. Oh, geez. <laughs> you can't talk because your jaw's been cut out. <laughs> Which I'm glad your, your cancer's removed. Yeah. But like, maybe deal with that. Yeah. And, and Priorities, also, bud. And just Priorities. be like, okay, someone else. And like, I'm going to take a few days off, a few, yeah. few months off. Like, someone else is going to take over. Dead on the Congress floor. Oh my God, Quince. Because he didn't call out sick. That was Quince. Yeah, call out call sick. Call out sick. Guys, take PGO, okay? Seriously. Everyone, everyone, everyone listening deserves it. And to the presidents, take PGO. Yes. You're no, no one's a hero. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, he dies from stomach cancer. No, no, you, you, you're getting ahead of us. You're getting ahead of us. Sorry, sorry. No, he Watch does die. He does not. die of stomach cancer. Yeah. They can't go look for um, a home in New Jersey because the okay. press is hounding them. So finally, someone finds them a house in, near Princeton. Yeah. Um, they live in New Jersey and they end up like you know if there's men in, that are attending Princeton that can't be like taken care of by their families they almost like adopt yeah, them nice, into the yeah. family like they do sort of like have this nice kind of like time um yeah. but yes the cancer comes back in Grover's stomach and he dies a very slow and painful death yeah, very sad no, I feel bad, but, um, in the house in Princeton yeah. um but I mean Francis 27 years his junior so much younger has a whole life to has live. a whole life whole to live, life to live. So, so we're gonna get to it. Um, yeah. she is remarried by 1913. That's right. Not a crazy. Oh, they and they do have two more kids. So now yeah. she's got so four she's kids: got a, a Richard kid. and Francis, who is a boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she remarries in 1913 to Thomas Preston, yes. a professor of archaeology. Which honestly sounds super hot. I'm gonna Google him right now. No, definitely Google what him. Archaeology is really hot. I think that anyone who's willing to kind of like dig and then also know all the science behind why they're digging it's like hot you know yeah so i'm into that and, and he's age. a professor and well so it says like everybody's like oh my gosh i can't believe how much they have in common i can they were yeah, born because, within the same decade yeah. at least you know what i mean so they have so much in common she is given um she at a point comes out and says that grover cleveland was like a really boring husband and not fun to be around which is like chill out francis like that's so rude because like the only reason you're famous is because of this guy but because of grover but anyway mr preston um and her are in love they enjoy traveling they enjoy going to different like arts cultural events all of these things um People are still very interested in Frances, but it's a little bit less of a thing. She's very active in World War One, um, and she, uh, you know, is tries to be there to give out aid um, during like these disaster situations. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think that she's definitely not as it's not as heightened as it was when it was in the White House. Probably her own doing. She's yeah. probably happy about that. Um, but she gets but in the mix a little bit. Of she gets in the mix I a little she bit. She likes yeah. it. She at one point she's the Vice President of the New Jersey Association of Anti-Suffrage. Anti-Suffrage. Uh, from 1913 until 1919 when, when they get the right to vote. So she's like, didn't do her job well, I guess. No, uh, not at all. We get the right to vote. We sure um, do. But the, my favorite part of this little tidbit is she goes ahead and votes in the next election she can, <laughs> but still is publicly stating women shouldn't vote. Like, that. So, like, I just love, like, I know. the commitment I know. to that cause. Yep. While still voting. It's, it's very, really like, intense. anti-vaxxers getting vaccinated. I mean, she is the first Tucker Carlson. If yeah. We, if I dare say so myself. As Tucker, who was, like, one of the first people to be vaccinated, is currently on his show being like, these vaccines don't work. Right, right, right. So, yeah. you know, she's the mm-hmm. Lord Ingram. I love it. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, yeah, so she, you know, she becomes... Uh, 
a, a wife again. She is very, uh, she ends up founding a part of a women's college that's a part of Rutgers University. And yeah. she's very active, again, like with education and with arts. She does, like, people do sort of embrace her in a very, like, Dolly Madison way. She gets invited yeah. down to Washington. She meets Margaret Truman. And she also meets Eisenhower, Eisenhower. which is crazy. Well, because she doesn't um, die she, until 1947, which I was telling Claire off the pod, um, my father was born in 1945, which is, like, insane. So, he, I mean, he's 76 years old, which is, you know, yeah. older. Um, but and people live a lot longer these days. But, like, oh, my God. Like, he was alive when she was still alive. Yeah. And that just sounds insane I to know. Me. Yeah. It's really crazy. It's really crazy. Um, I mean, she... <laughs> I love she was interested in the kindergarten movement throughout her whole well, life. Yeah, like, I was going to ask you about, wasn't being like kindergarten, kindergarten? Yeah, 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 I think so. I don't think kids were like, I don't think kids were like properly educated for like a really, really long time. It was like turn of the century, like 1900s when like young children started to like, they started to be interested in like educating them. Oh, because up until a point they would just homeschool them until they went to like a boarding school? Yeah, yeah, or yeah, homeschool. homeschool or, or, and like the kindergarten movement being that it's valuable, like kids learn in different ways like basically I think kids were dressed up like little adults for a really long time yeah and then there started to be um understanding of like early childhood development and kids like how they learn differently how we're yeah. basically in our subconscious minds till three like yeah walking um, around in dream states till three can you believe that that was not um, crazy do you know a little off topic the in the big infrastructure bill that may or may not be passed this week yeah um there's universal pre-k in that I and know. community college, but pre-K for you. Isn't that fucking insane? It's crazy. I mean, yeah. like, it's, we have it in the city, so it's not, like, yeah. maybe super it's crazy. to New Yorkers, but, like, for the whole country, well, and I that's think the, insane. I know, and I think the biggest thing with that is the child care aspect. Yeah, you know what I mean? insane, I mean, yeah. also. Like, that's, yeah, I'm it's not, great. I'm, I'm no, it's forward. fabulous. Yeah. yeah. No, okay, there's... Yeah, there's, there's yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I mean... So she would love it. She would... She would vote on it. She would vote on the infrastructure. Yeah, she would march herself to the polls while saying women shouldn't vote, but vote on this because she loves kindergarten. Frances! What a dichotomy. So anyway, Frances is first lady two times. Um, Love that. And I mean, you know what? She did leave, live like a very full, full life. I know. We're, we're laughing at her, but I think, um, you know, we said it earlier. I think her youngness is a huge part of the why sure. of her behavior yeah. and to be sympathetic to that. I mean, yeah. if I was 21 in the White House as a first no. lady, oh my fucking God. No. I like, I <laughs> just tell the story though, Dan, it reminds me of this, but like I was such a mess. I pretended to, not pretended, I wanted to be a vegan for two weeks Oh, well, yeah. to be a vegan. And then I, it ended in two weeks because I got wasted and ate egg salad. So, right. like, this would have been me in the White House. That's what I was doing at 21. And can you imagine if you had, like, cameras being like, she's That's, vegan, she's vegan. Yeah. Oh, my God, she's eating egg salad. Like, she it's was so the, drama. If Lindsay Lohan was a first lady. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, you're Trouble. not wrong. Yeah, you're not so, wrong. like, you have to be a... And you want to be, be compassionate because it's, yeah. like, on some level, the press, like, ruins these people. But at the same time, yeah. she did love the press. Yeah, so I guess this is yeah. one of the first, or most prominent first ladies we've seen that had a, a relationship with the press in this way, right? Am yeah, I, I mean, I think, like, I think that, like, some of the other women had a relationship with the press in the way of getting their husbands elected. Yeah. But she seems to have had a relationship independent of that. Right, and a little um, more modern day. A little more modern day, they were, definitely. They were, they like, newspapers were a big deal. Yeah, yeah, we were just reading that, that yeah. newspapers were huge. Every, I think it was in this chapter, or maybe it was um, before this, but... At this point, newspapers were such a big deal in the early 18, or um, 1800s that 
every city or mm-hmm. town had their own ver- had multiple papers. Yes. So it wasn't yes, just like yes. there was, you know, a north and a south paper. It yeah. was really prominent. So these stories were circulated on a much larger scale. That's right. Um, which you are always very aware of when there's like a big technology mm-hmm. boom or something like this. There's like it, it really Drama affects ensues. the country. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Of course. What's your um, advice okay, for my Ms. advice Francis? for Francis. Okay, my advice for Francis is um go Okay, you live in New York City. Go downtown, watch a sh- watch like a watch like some indie theater. Yeah. Because you say that you're a champion for the arts, but I just like oh, don't. She was only on Broadway. The great I'm saying, yeah. like, go like experience like an immersive theater show. Go to like a punk rock show. I yeah. mean, obviously you couldn't do that at the time, but it's like I numb. wish that she had had a more um, like a wide, a far reaching understanding of art because yeah. I just think she was like. Oh, there were like speakeasies and like low key theater happening downtown. Yes, point, like burlesque. So, like, like something fun because I just don't I think that she was like I just think she or because I I I, a part of me feels like she didn't actually know what she was standing up for so it's like either go see it and engage with it and stand up for it or go see it engage it and then say I don't like that yeah that would be my advice go downtown go below 14th street (gasps) (laughs) what's your advice my advice for her is don't be a hypocrite, I guess, oh, just in general. Yeah, of course. Um, but if you're going to lean into this, like, prepped babe or, like, a media-hungry babe, get a publicist. <gasps> Ooh, that's good. I think she good. could have done with a publicist. That's good. I'm envisioning, like, her and, like, a Samantha Jonesy character. Could <laughs> 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 really catapult, right? I feel like yeah. Really oh, my like, God. So true. Yeah, Frances, you were, you're, she's a fun first lady. She I was she, fun. It's the young ones, because we had another young crazy, not crazy, I don't want to say that. But, Julia. Um, Julia, yeah. She, oh, she was, was a wild ride. Yeah, not crazy. She was she was a wild ride. Yeah, yeah, this was wild. I mean, I think what's so insane about this, though, Elise, when you think about it, next we were going to do Carolyn Harrison. Yeah. Then we're going to do Ida McKinley. Oh. <gasps> And then it's Teddy Roosevelt. I can't believe that. Ah, Edith Roosevelt? We got to plan our trip to Long Island. Oh, my God. To go see the Roosevelt home. We do. We have yeah. to do that. We should do that before the app. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we, we have can. three or four weeks. Time, now okay. we want to interview people again. We oh need another phone this up. Oh, my God. So close. Yeah. Okay. So we have a lot to do. Um, but I just, I, I guess I keep continuing to, bl- it blows my mind how quickly we're sort of sailing through history. Yeah, we're building America. Uh, um, we're really, I'm, I'm really into what we're seeing, like big social movements happening. I mean, mm-hmm. we just like talked endlessly about abolitionist, yep. um, and the slavery situation. And next up is suffrage, baby. Suffrage is like, I mean, we're knocking on the door of the suffrage. We are. And I am psyched. I know. Um, because it's such a big deal. I mean, all we should of... do a bonus up of just like a suffrage, like oh, overcast. I love that. Just we should. To, so we can just, just chit chat. Maybe yeah, we can have our girlfriends on. Oh my God. <gasps> okay, we're talking like two minutes. Okay. This is how the well, because we, I want to talk about Alice Paul and yeah. I want to talk about Elizabeth Katie Stanton because this is I just such a major movement. Yeah. And it's okay. such a big part of our lives even yes. to this day. I feel like. <gasps> right behind you, how we vote, why we vote. Oh my God, I can talk about her. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll have a bonus up. I think just I'm gonna, on suffrage. Yeah, I'm going to stamp that. Approve. Executive decision made on live. Live happening. on air, guys. Live this on air. Happens. Yeah. No, it's, it's, this is There's so really much happening. Yeah, it's the point of this. There's so much happening. We're so close to World War One. Yeah, it's happening. I forget. That's right. Another the war. We haven't dealt with a war in a while. Yeah, so okay. that's another. Let's yeah. see. I'm curious to see if that sneaks up on us. If World War One is random. <gasps> Such a, well, right now it seems sort of random. There hasn't been much. Well, because World War One happened in Europe, and I don't know if like we needed to but, get like, involved. How does you? Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I think that is one of the first because at this point we've only discussed a lot of the wars that have been happening on our shores. Yeah, they only and have like really. trying to expand. Yes, a lot yes, of yes. So yes, I'm curious well, to see how we get looped into this. Right, not that they only have because we stole oh, yeah, so yeah. much territory from other yeah. people, but they're so happened. Like jump into they've like, the happened French in the continental yeah. United States. Yeah. they haven't happened overseas. Yeah, yet. we haven't. We didn't jump into other wars, so I think. I mean, I, this it might be a completely incorrect history statement, but, like, is this one of the first wars we jump into that's overseas? Did we have anything to do with the French Revolution? Well, like... We must have a Hamilton, little bit. From what I understand. <laughs> okay, tell me. We don't go into the French Revolution, because oh. that's the whole deal. Hamilton votes against it, and he's the Treasury Secretary. But oh, Jefferson, so who is defense... Uh, or, sorry, Depart- State Department wants to go into the war because he's like the French helped us so much we need to help them right oh get interesting their that's why I'm thinking we did but I guess we didn't we did it. I think they voted against it so so World I, War One. what yeah, what I'm ha- curious to see how random this is if this pops up sounds random so there's a lot happening war suffrage movement yes women pretending to be president when their husbands have strokes and we're yes. hiding it yes yes McKinley's we have so many things okay well we'll be Good. back next week with Caroline Harrison who yeah uh, Benjamin Henry Harrison, the grandson of a former president. So that's exciting. Yes! Oh my so God. we're going to be able to talk about his wife again, who's Backtrack the grandmother. Out. Oh my God, so excited. Oh, I love this. Guys, <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Please follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Forever. Follow us on Instagram at Flotus Forever. Please reach out to us with questions, comments, concerns. Rate yeah. and review. Rate, review, subscribe. Comments, subscribe. We love you. The usual, stay warm, stay hydrated. Stay warm, stay hydrated, stay cool. stay cool. Yeah. Stay, well, because, yeah. Well, who knows where you're listening from? It's I know. Winter. Our Australia fans might be Oh my gosh, there. stop. That's um, so good. Stay hydrated. Take care of each other. Get vaccinated if you can, guys. Yeah, vaccinated. Love you. Bye. Bye.